Welcome to our Friday Awesome Worship Experience, simply known as All. We are your hosts, Sean and Sharon. We invite you to sit back, relax, and worship with us as we hear the Word of God. Uh, welcome again to the All Worship Experience, starting on time, ending on time this evening. Uh, we know there are more to come, but uh, we won't delay. Uh, let's go ahead and get things started with an opening prayer. So, dear kind and gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come together as family and friends, dear Lord, not only to open up your Sabbath, dear Lord, but to just get into your word in song and in actual word to father we ask that you bless us lead us and guide us to lord let your anointing fall fresh upon us let this be a jump start to a beautiful uh weekend dear lord we love and praise and uplift you thank thank you for those participants that are already online and those that are to come dear lord we love and praise and uplift your holy name and all these things i ask your blessing in your son in jesus name i pray amen and, and this time we have a well two special guests one who will be rendering uh, us a special musical selection and the other actually giving us the word uh, for this evening so uh what i would like to do is for uh dr brown to also unmute herself as she prepares to uh help me introduce her husband in music and then uh, Mr. Terrence Brown is going to help me introduce his wife as the speaker of the hour. So uh, Dr. Carla Brown, uh, my wife and myself has have known you for, uh, for it seems like forever. I know the Freeman family as a whole has uh, been around you guys. Uh, but how long have you guys been married? Uh, and I'll, I'll shoot that to Dr. Brown. Uh, uh, Terrence, you probably know. But just in case the, the, the one or two years are off, I'd rather default to, to Dr. Brown uh, with those kind of specific type of questions. And then we'll, we'll, we'll hit you with some of the ones that can be kind of vague with the answers. Is that, that's okay. So two months ago, we celebrated 35 years of marriage. Amen. God be Amen. praised. Hey yes. man, that's awesome. And tell me, tell me two or three of the best qualities that Terrence has that we may not know about. Oh, that you may not know about. Uh, well, you may know because you know him for a while, but one of the things that really endears me to him is his, his sense of humor. I mean, he has kind of a quirky sense of humor, but he's really kind of funny. Uh, but also his compassion. And one of the things that even when we first started dating, um, I was really impressed with how he treated his sister. His, his mom had already passed away. Um, but the love that I saw him exhibit to his sister, she was having some issues. Uh, and I just remember we had just started dating. He said, I need to go out of town and check on my sister. Um, you know, she's had a, had a breakup with the, you know, with her fiance and I need to go check on her. And that, that was just so impressive to me. So that hit that he has a, a heart for family, uh, and is not afraid to show it. He is very, um, you know, very, uh, passionate about reaching out to his family members and it's just keeping that connection. Um, 
And, and just, he's truly a man of God. He is truly the priest in our home. And, you know, I, I'm like, Lord, I'm probably the heathen in the family, but, you know, I got a good man that prays for me. So I just thank God for that. And um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a keeper. Amen. Amen. And Terrence, the, the question I'll present to you is, uh, at what point did you know Dr. Brown was the one for you? Well, I can answer that in a lot of ways, but when I saw her, when I put my eyes on her at Camp Thunderbird, well, wow. I saw her and I knew that she was the one. So I was out there shooting baskets trying to impress her, and I guess she didn't remember all that because, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I was a camper and she was a counselor, but yes, and then uh, when we, when she came to Hillcrest and I kept looking back at her, Kept looking back at her, and I knew that she was the one. Amen. So that was it, and that was 35, 36 years ago, because we dated for about a year, and then we got married. Amen. Okay. And tell us uh, three of Dr. Carla Brown's best qualities. Well, if I can pick just three, I could go on all night long about my dear loving wife. But <laughs> three, I have to say, and she is so kind and so sincere when it comes to people, just like her going down to take check, check out, uh, look at mom and see how mom's doing. I mean, just uh, she's so sincere and she loves people. You know, um, it's easy because she tells me, you know, we should do this. So this is the right thing. She does things even before I get there. The Lord has already laid it on her heart to bless people and to do things for people and do the right thing. And her testimony, she's, she is, God has given her a tremendous testimony, which she will share tonight. So I won't get into that, but she is so strong uh, to be able to go through what she's just gone through and to be able to share that with others. And that's a blessing. You know, she went through it and she didn't think she was going to make it. But she kept praying and she kept trusting and kept fasting and the Lord uh, blessed her. And then she loves me and she makes me feel like the king in the household. Amen. She loves me and makes me feel like the king and I can appreciate that. Um, Amen. She's a wonderful mother for our, our sons and they look up to her and respect her and love her. And so do I. So Amen. Without any further ado. Dr. Carla Montague Brown. No, no, no. See, Terrence, that, that, now you're trying to be the MC for this evening. Oh, I'm and, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm messing with you. But after the special musical selection from Mr. Terrence Brown, and then uh, this is a kind of impromptu, then we're going to have uh, a quick prayer for from their son that's kind of in the background. Justin may uh, give us a prayer after his dad sings. And then the next voice you will hear is that of Dr. Carla Brown. So uh, I will say, hear ye him, and then hear ye him again. And then I'll say, hear ye she. So that's the order of the service this evening. So at this time, we turn it over to you, Mr. Terrence Brown. Can y'all hear the organ at all? We can hear the organ quite well. Praise the Lord. 
I was going to go with something else, but I'm just impressed to say this song. Because God has been so good to each and every one of us, we need to say thanks. Amen. And I just want you to lift your arms up and just meditate however you want to meditate. Oh, thank you, Lord, because of this goodness. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
Amen. It's so good to be here. Uh, let me just uh, quickly, on behalf of myself, petition God, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. I just want to thank, um, I think it was Jeanette who contacted me and uh, just thankful to be here with the Freeman family. And I just want you to know, Sean mentioned it already. We go a long way back with the Freeman family. I have a special bond with the Freeman family in so many ways. Uh, Sean and, and uh, Sharon, Hillcrest, Jonathan, you know, mom and pop Freeman. And I go even back to Miss Elsie Freeman because I spent many Sabbaths at her table um, when I was in medical school because Deidre and I were so close. Deidre kind of adopted me as a sister. And so I spent many weekends in the home of Elma Freeman, many Saturday nights uh, when I was a freshman at, um, at Meharry, my first two years. So uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm part of the Freeman family. That, I was kind of part of the Freeman family be before I came a part of the Campbell Brown family. You know, those are the two big families at Hillcrest. So, you know, so I'm in all of them. So I just thank you for this opportunity uh, to be among family, to be able to just uplift the name of the Lord. And so we're just going to jump right in. I know this is this is Sabbath evening. This is just a, a good time to come together as a family. And so I count it a privilege and an honor to be here. 
one of the scriptures that I want to share, I, there are actually two that I want to share, but the first one is my mantra. It's been a mantra of mine for several years, and it comes from the book of Psalm, chapter 34, and verse 1. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, it's easy to bless the Lord when things are going good when you got money in the bank, when you're feeling good. And so I'm reading the scriptures and I'm like, yeah, I bless the Lord. I like to praise, praise the Lord. And, you know, things started happening. And this is before the, the meat of the testimony that I will share. But even, you know, prior to um, my becoming ill, which is what I will talk about tonight, uh, you know, I had, we had deaths in the family, different things that we went through in, but I had adopted this mantra of, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And I had to learn how to, how to bless the Lord, even when I was going through, even when, some, even when there had been a death or a job loss or illness, how do you bless the Lord? And, and I just want to submit to you that because of who God is, not so much of the things that we're going through, but he promised that he would be there for us as we go through. So we can still bless the name of the Lord, even as we are going through whatever trials uh, may come. And so as I, as I share what I really want to talk about tonight, um, I'll go back, I guess, about two years ago. Let's see, this is 2021. 2019, I, uh, for several years, I have adopted a, a personal theme for the year uh, and a song. That was one of my, my coaches, one of my mentors shared that practice with me. And, you know, I don't really do New Year's resolutions or anything like that, but I do have goals and plans. And so I would adopt a personal theme for the year. So 2019, January, I adopted the theme trust God, trust the process. And when I adopted that, it was mainly, I was thinking about my business and just, you know, my career, things like that. So let me just trust God, trust him with my life, trust the process, whatever the process is. Not knowing that later on, the end of January, 2019, I became ill. And it was just like, all of a sudden, uh, at right after the New Year, I mean, the um, Martin Luther King holiday, we'd come back. My son and I had gone to visit a niece. She needed somebody to keep her kids for a few days so she and her husband could go out of town. And so we went and did that. And we came back a couple of days later. I woke up feeling kind of sore, like I had been working out or something, but I knew I hadn't been. And couldn't. I said, man, why is my body, why am I feeling so sore? And um, I was telling Terrence, I said, I don't know if, why I feel achy. I said, I don't know if it was because I was lifting the baby because she had a, a young baby. And uh, we laughed about it. We said, yeah, you old trying to keep up with this baby and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, I'll take, you know, a few showers, hot showers, you know, soak in the tub and I'll be good in a few days. Well, a few days went by and I was getting worse. And I was thinking, well, maybe I'm catching the flu, maybe, but I didn't feel feverish, no uh, cold symptoms or anything like that. I was just feeling achy. 
And then I just became more and more tired. And then my body started just bruising for no reason. I wasn't bumping into anything, but I start seeing these bruises. Now I'm in the medical field uh, for the past, I guess, 10 years. I've been doing uh, maybe 11 years now. Um, medical consultant work for the state for disability, social security disability. Uh, but prior to that, almost 20 years, I spent doing primary care family medicine. So I knew like, okay, this is getting worse. Something is, is wrong. This is not lifting the baby. This is, you know, I haven't been moving stuff in the house. I, something is dreadfully wrong. It's time for me to go see my doctor. And I'm not one to take a lot of medication or anything like that. I will go to see my doctors for my checkups and, and my primary care knows that normally I'm gonna not take medicine unless I ab absolutely have to. So uh, one of my colleagues at work, we start, I was sharing with her what was going on. And so we made a list of stuff that I could take to my doctor. Now my doctor, most of you probably know my, my primary care is Carolyn Lightford. So many of you may know her. We were in school together. We were in medical school together. So I come to her with this list. So she wasn't offended. She was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. And we're going to add some stuff. So um, we, we did blood work. And so by the time I got to see her, I was, I was moving really slowly. And I, I was achy. I started losing a little weight when she checked my weight. My normal weight was like, at that time, was like 118, which is, you know, was okay for me. Um, but when I got to her, I was probably like down to 112 and I'm like, okay, well, I've lost a few pounds, but not thinking too much about it. Well, she called me a week later and said, we need to send you to a specialist. It looks like you may have lupus or some type of autoimmune disorder. Well, I'm in the medical field, so I know what lupus, you know, I know all the complications and all of that. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, well, let's, um, uh, and she wanted to, they wanted to put me on medication. And it's like, well, let's, let's figure out exactly what's going on before I take any medicine, because I know that the medicine can mask what's going on. And, and I've had problems with medications in the past and ended up in the emergency room, you know, all the side effects and all of that. So I'm like, uh, I'd rather not, unless, you know, I'm not trying to die or anything like that, but if we can, if we can, let's figure out what's going on. And so um, we made an appointment to see the specialist and it was like six weeks away. It, and so I'm like, well, I'm gonna either be dead by then or hopefully the Lord will have healed me. And this, this was actually my thought process. I'm like, that's a long time and I'm not doing well. And so I started thinking, I said, well, if, it's, if this is lupus and I wasn't claiming that, but I said, well, let me just start trying to do some things naturally that may help me um, to deal with if, if this is what it is. And Lord, if, if this is not it, fine, it's these other these natural remedies shouldn't hurt me because I have been practicing um, holistic wellness and teaching it, teaching principles of health for, you know, for several years, uh, even, even as a physician, but outside of just my regular practice. So that has been something I have been doing for a while. And then I'm like, well, why am I sick? You know how we think, oh Lord, I'm doing your will. What's up? How, why am I whatever I'm going through? Um, and the thing is, we all go through, you know, even, even our Lord and 
Savior Jesus Christ had to go through. And so, but that was my thought process. Like, okay, what, you know, I've been doing some things. So what can I do um, to, to really help myself? And that, that kind of brings me to the second verse that I want to share. And it's from Second um, Chronicles chapter 7, verses, verse 14. And this is from the New International Version. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, in that verse, there are several, several different conditions. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely praying and, and calling on the Lord because I was asking for that um, touch the hem of his garment healing. And, you know, when I'm like, Lord, I want to wake up tomorrow and be, be healed. I, you know, that was, that was my prayer. I'm like, I got faith, God. This lady did it. She touched the hem of your garment. And I don't, you know, in my mind, I was, I was praying like, Lord, I'm touching the hem of your garment. I'm, I'm literally in the bed doing like this. Like I'm touching your garment, wherever it is. And when I wake up, I, I want to be healed. I was waking up and I was not healed. I was like getting worse, getting worse. Terrence would have to help me in and out of the car. Uh, I left work one day and I was still going to work left work one day in a stretcher and, and ended up in the emergency room. And, but let me tell y'all, this, this uh, verse says, humble themselves and pray. I was at work and couldn't get up, couldn't move. But I remember thinking, I am not gonna die in a cubicle at work. That will not do. That's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's kind of not, that ain't gonna look good if I'm just sitting at work in a cubicle and die. That, now, how that's gonna sound? <laughs> You need to listen to me, y'all. Lord said, girl, hush. And so I end up on a stretcher. So talk about being humble. I'm like, I didn't care who saw me, how I was like, Lord, I just need help. I need to get to somebody that can take care of me because I don't know what's going on. And so at this point, I still didn't have a diagnosis. We were still thinking lupus, you know, maybe, or some other autoimmune disorder. So I get to the emergency room, was having trouble. Felt like I was going to stop breathing uh, or just, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I was just so, um, just could barely move. So they did blood work. I thought maybe, they thought maybe I had a pulmonary embolus, you know, just checking everything. And so that turned out okay. Um, but my numbers were still kind of out of whack. So I told them what was going on with my primary care, what they were investigating. And so, like I said, it was about six weeks before I was able to see the, the rheumatologist. Well, on the way to the rheumatologist, um, my car broke down. I'm on the, I mean, this is, I, this is a long time waiting for this appointment, but I had been praying, Lord, send me to the right doctor, send me to somebody who will understand that I don't want to be on a lot of medicine but I still need to be monitored. And if I need to take medicine, I'll take it. But I need, the, I need the right person. Got called the people up, told them, look, my car broke down. I'm two minutes away. And Terrence sent, you know, he came to me in an Uber because we were sharing a car and said, look, you get in the Uber and go. So I finally, they called me back. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm on my way. I'll be there in a couple of minutes. 
and it, I'll be still there before my appointment time. Well, they said, no, you're going to be too late. And do you want to reschedule? I, I was so, so disappointed. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I told you guys what was going on. I will still be there on time. Well, you know, before my appointment. So then, but I just, I was in the Uber and I said, you know, can you just take me home? Cause they don't, they won't see me. And he said, well, maybe you should just go. And I said, no, I said, if, if God allowed me to break down in the middle of the street where people are coming off the interstate and then he allowed these people to treat me like that, he don't want me at this place. I know it's taken a long time for me to get this appointment, but for some reason he's saying, no, baby girl, this is not where you want to be. But the other thing that I think that God was doing was allowing me to trust this process because I had started really, uh, my wicked way was, I believe, um, I was, I, I was plant-based, you know, I was doing, you know, health laws and stuff that I was teaching, but at my, I had been, um, kind of dragging my feet when it came to really, uh, eliminating a lot of the processed foods in my diet. I, I wasn't doing it a lot, but I, because I don't like to cook, I would, you know, get the little, uh, you know, the prepared meats, the veggie meats and stuff like that. I was doing that. And, you know, maybe like box stuff because I didn't, I didn't want to cook. I want to do the quick meal, but I wasn't doing fast foods and stuff like that. But I had been saying, I'm really going to start eating more whole food, you know, plant-based whole foods, you know, cook my beans from dry beans, the whole nine. And this is from somebody who don't like to cook, but I had been dragging my feet. I had done a, like a 30 day challenge. And then after it was over with, I just, okay, let me go ahead and put this little sausage patty in the thing and eat it and whatever. Uh, but to me, that was, that was what God brought to my mind that Okay, you know you've been dragging your feet on this. So now you need to do it. If you don't want to take medication, which you know you feel like that's not going to really heal you, is it may mask some, some problems, but mask the problem, but not really allow your body to heal. Now, now what you're gonna do? So I had started um started doing that. You know, I had talked to some naturopaths and you know, some of the the, the materials that I already had, like from Wildwood and, and different places that had been gathering materials over the years, utilizing it and teaching it. I'm like, okay, what can I do? So this lady gave me this recipe for this anti-inflammatory green drink. I had, and it didn't taste good, but I was chug-a-lugging. I was chug-a-lugging that stuff twice a day. And sure enough, I, I was still not feeling well, but I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was getting worse. And, but to me, it was like God was saying, you're not ready yet because if you get your labs done too soon, you, you won't see the progress and you're gonna, you know, I feel like I might've been tempted to say, okay, give me whatever medicine you got. But because I didn't get to the doctor yet, I just had to keep doing what I was doing. Keep trusting God, keep praying. I had everybody praying, you know, I'm, I'm on social media mainly for my business, but I, you know, with my Facebook, I do use it for personal uh, stuff, like family stuff. And I was telling everybody, look, I'm sick and I don't know what's going on and I need y'all to pray because I, I want to be healed because I, I really thought that it might not, you know, it might not go the way I wanted it to go. And 
I was just feeling like I might die. That honestly, that's kind of how I was feeling. And it was, it was frightening because I'm trying to bless the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, I thank you for, you know, all that you've done. And so I had to keep just bombarding my mind with scriptures, with songs, with prayer, because the fear was so overwhelming because I felt so bad. And I even remember thinking, man, I can kind of understand why people get tired because when you're in chronic pain and, you know, shortness of breath, just everything, my, my whole body was being attacked. And, and I remember thinking that this, this is a spiritual attack. It's, it's physical, but I felt strongly because I had started becoming more vocal about health and, and holistic wellness that the enemy was trying to shut me down. I, I truly felt that. And I was like, Lord, I know this experience is for me to get closer to you and to trust you with everything, but I know it's not just for me. It's for me to be able to share with other people in a way that's not just book knowledge, but because I have had the experience and I've had to, I have to trust you. I have to trust you with everything. And coming to grips with trusting God's will. I've grown up in the Seventh-day Adventist church from, I think uh, my mom joined the church. My dad grew up Adventist. My mom joined the church. I think I was four years old. So that's all I've really known church school, you know, Pathfinders choir, the whole nine yards. But when I started thinking, Lord, I, whatever your will is, I couldn't pray. I could not pray that prayer. I was like, Lord, if I don't want to die right now, and if that's your will, I, I ain't trying to, you know, you got to help me pray that will. Cause I was, I'm like, Lord, I can't, I, if I say your will be done and, and you ready for me to die, I don't want that. And so I, I couldn't, I couldn't honestly say, I said, but Lord, I know that's where I need to be, but you're going to have to help me get there. And it wasn't until I said, okay, Lord, have your way, whatever you, whatever your will is for my life. If it's for me to just um, honor you and die with a praise on my lips, and that will help somebody else, then help me to do that. Help me to have that type of trust in you that I can go to, go to sleep, not afraid. And it wasn't until I released that and, and, and was able to pray that prayer that I got a sense of peace that whatever comes, because I was, I was afraid. I'm like, man, you know, my, my sons are young adults, but they still need me. And I'm like, Terrence and I, we're in the zone now. We've been through so much. I'm like, I ain't trying to be gone and somebody else come up in here. I, you know, I, <laughs> We we've been through some stuff. Now it's time for us to really just enjoy this thing for real. I mean, this is I'm just being I, well, I'm I'm with family, so I can just tell y'all how you know the, the real deal. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh no, I we work too hard. I ain't getting ready to just die and somebody else come up, <laughs> up in here. I ain't ready for him to be without me. <laughs> and so but God also brought another prayer back to my mind because just when Jordan was like five or six and you know how you have to go through that process of determining who would take care of your children if you were to both die and so we had gone through that process you know when the kids were younger and I just remember thinking Lord I just can't you know I don't let anything happen to me before my children become at least let Jordan get to be 18 
Well, y'all, Jordan turned 18 in June of what, what was it, TD, 20? Well, anyway, six months before I got six, he turned 18. And then six months later, I got sick. And I'm like, Lord, you know, I, I didn't mean it like that. That Come on now. I, I mean, this is how I talk to God. This is how I'm like, look, I, did, I wasn't saying like soon as I, soon as he turned 18, I can die. That ain't what I meant. Like, come on. I just, but I, but then I had to stop. And he say, but I did answer your prayer, didn't I? I say, Lord, you did. I, you know, I, I can't even say that you're not faithful because you answered the prayer. I said, so now can I pray another prayer? Can we renegotiate these terms of, you know, give me some more time. But I just, you know, I know that we, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I just want to let you know that God is so good. I lost about 30 pounds. Now y'all know I'm already small. I told you my normal weight is like 118. I lost about 30 pounds almost in just a few few months time. So I was like down to 90, 90 pounds. I may have gone below that, but I wasn't going to look at the scale anymore because I'm like, no, nah, this, mm -mm. but I have not take, had to take the medication. They wanted to put me on prednisone and Plaquenil, which are medications. The, the people that I talk to that are on those medicines, not doing, you know, they still feeling bad, still sick and a lot of side effects. So God has restored uh, using these uh, principles of healthy living. Uh, you may have heard of New Start or Best Way Creation Health. Mine is Crown to Soul Wellness, which is my business, but though, but it encapsulates those principles of you know being in control, resting, getting outdoors air, drinking your water, proper nutrition, trusting God, uh, and a getting the sunlight, allowing others to help you and, and being of help to others. And then just loving God, loving yourself, trusting him, and then getting the proper exercise. So all of those things have come together, but just trusting God with everything and then asking him to reveal how, you know, what to do, whether it's, whether it's health challenges or financial challenges, emotional challenges, whatever the problems are, God will give us the answers and he will, he will restore. And I, he truly has restored. I'm, I'm like at 120, I weigh 120 now. Y'all got a little, little bit hips and stuff. I'm like, hi. So, so God is good. And even the fact that I, you know, for a while I was afraid to, to travel by myself because I was, I just wasn't, wasn't well, but you know, when my mom got sick, I'm like, I'm gone. I'm on the road. And, and, and it's just, I'm just so grateful that God truly has restored. And so I just want to encourage, I know we all probably have some type of challenge, some type of health challenge, whether it's physical or emotional. I, I know I've heard some of the testimonies even now. Um, I think Patricia was sharing about her, her experience, but God will truly, uh, he's faithful. And I just want to share this last um, quote from Ellen White, Councils on Health. And it says, when we do all we can on our part to have health, then may we expect that the blessed results will follow. And we can ask God in faith to bless our efforts for the preservation of health. So we have a part to play but God will give us what we need. We can trust him with everything. Um, 
but truly I'm just so grateful that for how God, I have just seen God move in my life in so many ways. And I just believe that he blesses us to be a blessing to someone else. And so I just, uh, my, my prayer is that we will be encouraged that we will allow God to use us to, um, to bless others. And we can do that when we are healthy. It's, it's harder to do it when we're not well, but when we take the time and, and take the effort and the energy and trust in God to do for our bodies and our minds and our spirits, he will restore and then he will use us to, sh to share our love, share his love with the dying world so that when he comes again, we will be ready to meet him in peace. I appreciate this opportunity for sharing my testimony. I uh, appreciate this opportunity to to be with my family, again, like I said, free, I've been grafted into y'all's family from, you know, through, through the, for all of y'all, really, you know, jo Jonathan and Bonnie, we at New Life and all that. So um, I just thank God for this opportunity. And I thank God for you. And let's continue to trust God and uplift one another. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Brown. Amen. You truly blessed us. Uh, I know we usually get off at 730, but I'm going to be honest with you. If you have just a few more seconds, it, it, I know you had to get wrap it up, but there's a few holes that I'd like to, to tie up one. And if anybody needs to get off, you know, we're not uh, we're not screen watching and we're not going to bash you if you disappear. We will send you a text and say shame on you, but we're doing it in love. So feel free to log off if you need to. But Dr. Brown, you talked about the rheumatologist. Uh, you never followed up and said whether you actually saw one. You never saw one. You just kind of kept with what you were doing. Can you kind of just educate us briefly on kind of how that transpired with actually seeing a specialist and if they were able to diagnose you with anything? So, yeah, after after the first one uh treated me some kind of way. I, I didn't go there, but I found another, found a female rheumatologist and I shared with her my uh, trepidation about taking the medication. And she really wanted to start me on some. I said, well, I, I told her what I was doing. And I said, and I, I, I said, look, I'm a physician. I understand. I know the protocol. I said, so I'm, you know, I know you got to do your job. I said, but if you can just monitor me for a little longer and let's just see once you sh find out exactly what's going on with me then let's let's revisit the medication idea so she agreed and so it turns out it wasn't lupus but I had some of the um some of the markers for lupus but not all of them so I was diagnosed with undifferentiated connective tissue disorder so that's why I soaked out my whole body I mean my body hurt from my neck down to the bottoms of my feet I, for about six, four to six weeks, I, all I could wear, even to church, were my rain boots. Jonathan remembers I had some leopard print rain boots and up, you know, walking in church like, hey, I, you know, I'm good. Mm. And, um, but yes, they, that's, and, and they also diagnosed me with inflammatory arthritis. So that's why my bones were hurting and, and I was swollen. I, it, it was, I just had a lot of inflammation. And, you know, so it just kind of attacked all over my body, but I was able to see the rheumatologist and they, when she got the results back, um, compared with the initial results, they were better. Mm -hmm. They weren't normal, but it had significantly. So I'm like, okay, I'm on the right track. So she was, she was a little more 
uh, laid back about trying to push the medication because she saw the progress and she said, well, okay, keep doing what you're doing. She, she didn't really know. She's like, okay, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, but we'll keep uh, monitoring you. And so um, this was like, I think I got, I, I saw my primary care in January, no, February. Got to the rheumatologist, I guess it was April. Uh, July, my lab started doing better. And then, so that when I saw them in November of 2019, they were saying, well, if this, if this certain test is still positive, which is not a good thing, if it's still positive, we really need you to take this medication. And I was like, I didn't say, I didn't agree, but I just said, okay, I, you know, let's see what the results show. So they emailed me a few days later and said the test was negative. And I just said, praise God, the, you know, so they, so even now I still go for my follow-ups. They haven't pushed the med. They just said, well, keep doing what you're doing. And so I'm just keep asking God to help me to do what he needs me to do. But yeah, so Amen. Any, any other Amen. holes, I know I was trying to make sure we got to the end <laughs> no, I, didn't I really want, i really I didn't want to wear out my welcome no we definitely appreciate it trust god and trust the process is that correct trust and we, god and trust the process amen thank you brown family thank you terrence thank you uh, justin thank you miss dr carla brown for you guys taking time out of your busy schedules worshiping with us ushering in the sacred hours of the Sabbath with us this, in, this evening. Uh, before we close out, everybody know that we're on this platform, same time, every Friday, Central Standard Time, 6.30. Uh, pass the link to a friend, pass the link to a family member, but most of all, pass it to one of your enemies and see that relationship get blessed. We love you all. We want you to wash your hands and wear your mask. And at this time, Jonathan, if you can close us out with a word of prayer, we'd greatly appreciate it. Sure, let us pray. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> we just want to thank you for your many blessings, for your love. You know, the word said that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And Lord, we thank you so much for the testimony that we have received from Dr. Carla Brown and uh, how it has blessed us mm -hmm. and, and made us um trust you even more but mm -hmm. so we ask the father continue to be with us as we uh, are in this sabbath hour and right now be with us bless us keep us as a family watch over us protect us we pray and save us when you come take us home with you when you come because we are already saved because we are saved by the blood of the lamb and so we just give you praise Thank you for joining us for another awesome worship experience. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.